Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melanie Bracewell and Tim McDonald. Thank you for joining us in the cheap seats. As we look back on a big week in sport and showbiz with Titus O'Reilly and Mal Tresina. Plus fresh from top secret Hunted HQ, one of the stars, Dr Carla Lopez. <laughs> exactly. What a week it's been, with reporters across the country putting themselves in danger. What we're seeing at the moment are flood alerts. We'll have the latest... Uh... Oh my God, I'm so scared. Here we go. Run, 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 <laughs> run, 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 run. Ah, there's a Bowser after me. Oh my God, I'm panicking, panicking, panicking. <laughs> panicking, panicking. I mean, a, a giant slow-moving villain's not going to scare her. She works with Paul Murray, so... <laughs> that's going to be fine. That is Danica DiGiorgio from Sky News at Comic-Con in the US. Bringing us interviews like this. Is that right? City Watch I am, that is. Gold cloak is. You look terrific, but it's that big sword. Take it out, show it to the camera, show us what you've got. Oh, does Winterfell have HR? (laughs) Well, Danica looks like the only one at Comic-Con without a costume. She soon fixed that. I feel like I'm the only person in the King's Landing not dressed up. Let's fix that. That's better. That's better. That's better. Oh, yes, the famous Game of Thrones barrister. (laughs) Of course, it's not the only big event on this week, Mel. The Commonwealth Games are kicking off on Friday. There are many Aussie names to keep an eye on, including Eleanor Patterson. Australia has a new world champion tonight with Eleanor Patterson talking high jump gold. stars are swimmers Emma McKeon and Cody Simpson. They're also dating and so the Today Show wanted to wish them well. Wish them well. Yes. Both off, you know, in the pool and out of the pool. Mm. In love. In love and in swimming. In, in love and life and... Love and life in and... In the pool. And laughs. <laughs> and laughs, yes. Excellent. We got uh, in sickness and in the pool. Uh, they started putting chlorine back into their ears. They'll <laughs> <laughs> all be hoping to replicate the success of Marjorie Jackson Nelson. Who 70 years ago this week won gold in the 100 metres to become Australia's first female Olympics athletics champion. So many magical memories. Very proud that I'm still here to enjoy it. Tell me about the race. I vomited before the start. I might leave that there. I might leave that there. Reminds me of me before the show. So. Very famously made it to the toilet in under 10 seconds. So well done, Marjorie. <laughs> but back home, Mel, the big event this week was Splendour in the Grass. It sadly got absolutely soaked. Who better to explain than the ABC? Splendour in the mud. I, I, I love this. I just, this. I just love this headline. I know we've got to whip through today, but the Courier Mail, I think, has nailed it. Look at this. These two people, splendid except for all the mud. It's a play on you know, splendour uh, in, in the grasp. Thank you. I love the ABC's Maltracina. <laughs> well, Splendour Day 1 did get rained out, thankfully. Everyone is here and uh, being very good-natured about it. 18 hours in the f***ing <laughs> car. Managed to get through half a Joe Rogan podcast, so well done. <laughs> well done there. Uh, you had to feel for the fans. Many had travelled a long way to be there. Some reported being stuck in queues for 12 hours. Actually a bit disappointing because I've drove from Cairns all the way down here. To go to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, Marjorie Jackson was in there vomiting, so it wasn't been crowded. Fortunately, though, it got better. Saturday and Sunday will go ahead as scheduled. So needless to say, there'll be a lot of anxious people looking at the skies tonight. So needless to say, there'll be a lot of anxious people looking at the skies tonight. Needless to say. 
Yes, Winter fans weren't the only ones struggling with tents in the wet weather. Um, raising heaps of awareness and money. As the showers start to come down, quick, get in. Zip up, guys. I'll see you with more weather in half an hour. I'm coming in this one. Move on. It's big enough, Tim. He's now doing. He's now doing tent consent training. Well, let's get an official update from the Bureau on that wild weather. Have you ever heard of the phrase negative Indian dipole? Neither had I. It's the worst game of never have I ever. (laughs) Well, no-one knows the rain better than the ABC's weather expert. Well, there's an old story saying that um, when you see an echidna, they reckon there's big rains coming. So... I'm not sure. Sometimes I've seen them and we've had no rain. Then you'd see them and we had rain. So I think it's just just a bit of a story myself. <laughs> OK. Needless to say. Needless to say. <laughs> Look, the point is, it's been a week of wild weather. And see if you can spot the reporter who drew the short straw. Live to our reporters and first to Jessica Millwood, who's on a boat off the Gold Coast this morning. <laughs> That is our favourite Today reporter, yes. Jess Millward. Well, actually, Jess announced she's leaving the Today Show and they're taking it well. I'm tethered onto this boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a life jacket or a weighted vest, we're not sure. Still, Mel, the main message is... Until conditions ease on Sunday, some advice from our Mayor. For a couple of days, go indoor and do a bit of gym training. Go and see uh, Top Gun if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, the forecast is looking good. Fortunately, there is a lot of sunshine on the way. I'll share the seven-day outlook with you and you'll like it. Or else. (laughs) (laughs) That's Channel 9 News Queensland's Luke Bradnam. Now, his updates are less about the weather, more about his fishing. How about this big brute? I caught this a couple of days ago before the winds got up. A big dewy. There's plenty of them around and there'll be even more after the recent rain. Great stuff. Great stuff. <laughs> Great stuff. To the UK now where their weather this week has been boiling, recording their first day over 40 degrees. To call down Good Morning Britain, Mel, spoke to an expert. We're joined um, by President of the Ice Cream Alliance, Katie Alston, aka Mrs Whippy. She famously legalised Golden Gate Time marriage. So... <laughs> Uh, well done. Irish Breakfast TV went one further by making their own ice cream. Tell us about the technique to pull a big boy. We might stop that clip there. Just stop that one there. Well, let's get the latest on those record temperatures. Europe is suffering through an intense heat wave. Temperatures across the region are hitting record highs with consecutive days over 100 degrees. I think we found how to pull a big boy. <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, but can we cross back to the naked newsroom? And it's more than just uncomfortable. Whoa! Portugal and Spain are having to deal with wildfires. I'm I'm glad she didn't say bushfires. I think she's misunderstood the term newsflash. I can't wait to hear her talk about the North Indian diapole. That would be... I've got a bit of a North diapole at the moment. Um, Just watching... Seriously, she needs to get some clothes on. That's better. It certainly is. We're going to take a break. Back with more of the cheap seats. Welcome back. You're watching the cheap seats. Can we just check back in at Comic-Con with Danica to Georgia? I caught up with a few people earlier. This is what they told me. This is an original character, uh, a wizard king. I'm Cruel Tempest from Surf of the End. I vomited before the start. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 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 
<laughs> well, to the labour shortage yes. across the country. What he can't fix is the job market. It is very hard. We pull our hair out every day. <laughs> Well, Mel, <laughs> employers are getting desperate. You don't have to have any skills to get your first job at Skulls. You don't even need to say it correctly to work at, to work at Skulls. But to the big story. Yes. Well, in the news ahead, an accidental delivery of cheese. Hey, you do need some skills. <laughs> you do need some skills. Food prices across the country are surging. I think this expert boat summed it up best. Flavour, 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 but we've got rising prices as well. <laughs> No jokes on the end of that, just wanted uh, <laughs> to show that to you. Just on inflation, the morning show have made some pretty wild claims about my people. Let's also remember our inflation is significantly less than other places in the world. In New Zealand, they are eating snails from the garden and using water spray instead of toilet paper because it's so expensive. <laughs> We can't afford water spray. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Still, though, spare a thought for boxer Jai Apatia, who is struggling to eat anything after surgery. Unable to eat solid food for the last two and a half weeks following corrective surgery, things became so dire he even tried to drink blended KFC yesterday. <laughs> I think Marjorie Jackson just threw up again. Oh, God. <laughs> Still, though, there's been some relief for the cost of living crisis in Victoria as the power reimbursement scheme continues. Some, though, are a little suspicious. 85-year-old Val Bastoni was sceptical about the cash offer. I'm just not accustomed to governments giving me money. <laughs> Normally it's me giving the government money. <laughs> She immediately bought some Ray-Bans. Yeah, good use. <laughs> good use That's of the money. Great. Motorists are upset this week about rising petrol prices. But they're mostly upset about people stopping in the middle of the road for an interview. It was $1.40 last year this time. Now it's $2.40. I'm expecting to go $3. <laughs> and he had some cheese to deliver, so it was absolute carnage. To a couple of New South Wales yes. who were saving money on fuel with an electric car. How did they meet? So I went down and um, he said, would you like a ride in the Tesla? And I said yes. And then when he came back, I, just for equality's sake, I said, would you like a ride in the Kona? And, uh, and then we found we had an awful lot in common. And <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of cars, I think it's time to hear a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Yes! That's the word. <laughs> when you think of someone who's young, naive, hoping to buy a used car, a certain image comes to mind. Oh. <laughs> Clearly has no idea what she's doing. I'm for a ride in my Kona. <laughs> from about um, ten years ago. So you really did some deep diving through my Instagram this week. Well done to the team from Hunted who helped us, <laughs> helped us out with that one. Because when it comes to buying a used car, look no further than Cars24. It's your one-stop shop for finding the perfect used car with a seven-day test drive. Don't do a chest drive. That's... Don't, don't That's do a, a chest whole drive. Different thing. That's on Naked News yeah. later on. That's the drive side. But you can take a seven-day test drive with Cars 24, 100% money-back guarantee. Moving on, and let's see what's making news in South Australia. Leopard seals, let me tell you, have very big teeth. That's all the news for now. <laughs> Might have run out of news in Adelaide. But it wasn't the only nautical news this week, Mel. Which is why we should take a deep dive. <laughs> Under the sea! Yes, it's our brand new segment. Yes. We're under. Oh, we're. Oh, blah, 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 blah. 
In fact, we've got a message in a bottle from under the sea. It's from the producers. It says, Mel, please stop doing... <laughs> Gotta move on. Well, this week. <laughs> no, I've got it from here. <laughs> this week, Peter Overton was asking the big questions. And what is a group of jellyfish called? Don't know. No worries. <laughs> Who cares? Um, but to a big concern under the sea. We're gonna need a bigger boat. The emerging phenomenon of mega sharks. Mega sharks. Big story. They got an expert to unpack the news. Well, when we say experts... Doc, thanks for your time this morning. Where have these mega sharks been hiding? Where have they been spotted? Well, are there actually mega sharks? Oh! <laughs> are there? I guess because there has been an increase in attacks recently, so... Well, has there? That's the other thing. Feeding together in small packs. <laughs> Are they packs? Oh, I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and that was. <laughs> Under the sea. Or was it? Or was it? <laughs> Moving on now, and Parliament is set to kick off this week, and they're ready to tackle the big issues. The new politicians getting to know Canberra before the 47th Parliament sits for the first time next week. Well, it's always nice to know where to get little lunch. Sadly, it's light and easy under Albanese. Uh, <laughs> it is tough. Very good. But the big issue this week is from Indonesia with the potential arrival of... Birkenstocks. On our doorstep, farmers and graziers say if it gets here, it could be like a natural disaster similar to a bushfire. More deadly than that Crocs epidemic that we had a couple of years ago. The real threat, though, is foot and mouth disease, Mel, with farmers on high alert. The president of WA Farmers today called for calm. Got a heightened sense of vigilance here, and I think that's really important. Not in the Seven Newsroom. He's <laughs> <laughs> got footer and mouth disease. Well, it's not the only... That was good. Uh, or, or was it? <laughs> well, it's not the only cause for concern. The WHO declares monkeypox a global emergency. The stuff of nightmares, a chess-playing robot breaks a child's finger. <laughs> Someone in the crowd just said, oh, no. <laughs> but, but not about monkeypox. So, well, well monkeypox is a major concern. The World Health Organisation warns that the vaccine can take up to three weeks to become effective. That's Channel 9's Alison Petrowski, and I'm sensing a theme with her reports. Now there's an increasing sense why not the winds would have died out. Restrictions on crowd numbers are gone. Consumption of avocados in America America has tripled in the last two decades. <laughs> God, Baz Luhrmann's work is amazing. Can you just try that again on, on the camera with the Alison Petrowski camera work? I don't know if we can organise that. I love Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> Perfect. Seamless. And COVID cases continue to rise with many suffering long COVID. Persistent cough and a brain fog that can last for months or even years. The World Health Organization estimates 10 to 20% oh. of people who get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> At least Marjorie Jackson's sneezing, not vomiting. That's a good sign. Don't worry, though, Mel, there are experimental treatments available. COVID wave grows, the dire peak predictions for our city, plus how getting a selfie with a friendly alpaca could save a life. <laughs> I think I'll stick to bleach. Uh, I'll stick to bleach. Despite this, Mel, people are staying optimistic. Businesses calling for calm as we tackle our third COVID wave. Have a great night. Have a great night. <laughs> we'll be back with more of the Shakes Aids right after this.
Welcome back. Time now to find out what's been happening in the wide world of arts and entertainment from Nova FM and a very comfortable couch. It's Mel Tracina. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mel, to welcome you with a burp. I have been holding that off for two segments. <laughs> I just, I just a little relaxed. I feel like you're on a comfortable couch. Sorry to interrupt. A little bit too comfortable, but you've been on the couch this week. What have you been watching? All right, we're going to start at the top and work our way down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Beauty and the Geek continues over on Channel 9, and while visiting the set of Today Extra, we got to see how good the contestants are at lying. I'm here with hosts Britt Cohen and Richard Wilkins. I don't know what I, what I was more excited for, the challenge or seeing Richard Wilkins in, in the flesh. <laughs> the geeks and the beauties had the challenge of reading the auto cue on Today Extra and Richard had some wise words. What advice have you got for our couples? Well, live television is a pressure cooker because anything can go wrong. Yep. And often does. <sighs> you watched our show, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Seems high. <laughs> uh, and we've got to look ahead for the upcoming geek makeovers. I can't tell from this level of screaming if the girls loved the reveals or were terrified of what they saw. <laughs> it, was, it was Richard Wilkins again. <laughs> no, we love you, Richard. Big fans. <laughs> Hunted continues here on 10 yes. with the Hunters ramping up their tactics to find the fugitives. They've got access to information like phone data and CCTV cameras, but on Sunday night they brought out their most sophisticated method of detection yet. We've started to distribute the wanted posters. <laughs> They're doing mail-outs next. Yeah. So. Have they tried just asking the camera crew? <laughs> now, now. Uh, now, despite the wanted posters, Karen and Brittany had done a great job of evading the hunters by that point. So what made them ideal fugitives? I think we can come across as really helpless little ladies and that encourages <laughs> especially men to go, OK, that's OK, we'll help you. We're looking for a little bit of help and assistance. Yep. We're wondering if there's any way that we could get to Phillip Island that you know of. Yeah, drive. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's interested. <laughs> uh, over the weekend, I discovered a home makeover series on Paramount Plus. It's called Hip Hop My House, where rapper Cameron redesigns people's homes. It's exciting. Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't understand a lot of the words you just said. <laughs> what is this show? Well, he goes and he renovates people's houses to make them the hip hop house of their dreams. Oh, wow. um, and he knows exactly what cool items a hip hop house needs. Now, this is tough. <laughs> this credenza is nice. Honestly, I like this a lot. This shit is fire. Black and white is dope as hell. They're my favorite colors. Oh wait, does this, does this say love? This is something one of the cool kids of high school would love, right or yes, wrong? Yes sir, yes sir. Yeah, all the cool kids are rapping about credenzas. <laughs> That's from the new doco straight out of Gainesville. <laughs> uh, I watch a lot of Love Island UK, maybe too much. Uh, I'm a sucker for love and romance. I'm guilty of that. Something this show has in spades. I'm so bored of this. I want a man who wants me. And okay, believes do in you me. want me? Yeah, I do want you, but do you want me? Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> so that's Ekansu and Davide. They've had a lot of ups and downs on their journey together, so it was beautiful to see them finally share this romantic moment. <laughs> 
really going for it. Oh my god, look at them. I think their credenza says herpes. <laughs> Now, sad news, because obviously Neighbours is finishing up this week with their final ep airing on Thursday, and I've been watching, of course, and, yes, it is still absolute gold. Please tell me what's going on. You don't have to do this. Don't have to do what? I'm Harvey J. I'm an escort. There's an episode of Arms Brush with Fame, I'd like to say. <laughs> but it's the big Neighbours finale this week. It is, and Mel and I were actually really lucky because we got to do the famous Neighbours tour. After 37 years, Neighbours is sadly coming to an end. I've grown up watching the television show. I have not. So as you do with all migrants to Australia, I'm taking Melanie on the Neighbours tour. I do know the theme song, though. Neighbours. <laughs> I don't remember a tram on the show. <laughs> I don't know whose caravan this is, but we're going in. When the caravans are rocking, don't come a knocking. Oh. <laughs> you know this place? I feel like this was owned by someone. <laughs> Dr. Carl? Dr. Carl, Melanie's having a stroke. Oh! <laughs> Where is Where's the tour? Oh my god, it's half a house. In today's market, half a house, you'd be playing bloody double the rent. This is where the bombings happen, the marriages, the divorces, the affairs. So Nicolette, she kind of came on in the middle of COVID with a big splash. She decided to co-parent with Aaron and David, the gay couple. She stole money from a dead patient. Oh. Um, and then there's the end. Wow, are oh, you almost about to spoil the finale just then? We all done. We don't. <laughs> this is it. We are officially at Ramsey Street. So these people live here? No loud, no loud voices? No loud voices. Okay, I'm so sorry. This is Ramsey Street. What's the street sign? We do. It's So now this is Neighbours. What do you think? What's your vibe? I'm a huge fan. And just in time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Well done. Thank you, thank you. Did you, did you guys have fun? Yeah, we, we had a lot of fun, actually. Were you, were you sad that we didn't invite you, Tim? Is that why you asked if we had fun? Yeah. Well, Titus and I are going to Summer Bay next week, so <laughs> stick around for that. That is my week in arts and entertainment. Would you please thank Mel Tresina! You're watching the team scene. Here to round up the week in sport, would you please welcome Mr. Titus O'Reilly? Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Lovely to see you, Titus. It's excellent to be here because it's been a big week, yes. as we like to say. Uh, Jonas Vingegaard has won the Tour de France in Paris. I know we've been following this the whole way, and it's quite the accomplishment because the Tour de France is incredibly dangerous. A race that... Oh, is anything... Oh, that's the no. press motorbike no, that ran him over. Oh, my God. That was terrible. He's uh, not happy. <laughs> well, they got a good shot of it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> now, watch how much the uh, press guy cares oh, about nightmare. this. He just oh, keeps right, going. <laughs> and I've learned the hard way. Failure Lots to stop at an accident, fade. you can get in a bit of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the NBL's announced, you'd be happy about this, that yes. it's the first Australian sport to play a game on Christmas Day, just like Jesus would have wanted. And... Um, <laughs> 
it's true. I think it's um, 16.9. I saw his halo. I wanted to shoot a three-pointer. <laughs> uh, well, Melbourne United forward Brad Newley, he was really talking up the idea. Typically, Christmas night, you're full of ham and uh, you've had a long day and you're either watching National Lampoons, wouldn't you rather watch the NBL? It's true. <laughs> I'm full of ham right now. Absolutely I've full. got a feeling National Lampoons is a new release movie to 10 on Christmas Day. <laughs> Please watch that movie. Uh, it's replacing this. Um, and it's not just NBL... There's applause. Yes, the end of the show. Uh, it's not just NBL fans who are excited about the idea. Santa's sack will be full on Christmas Eve too. There's an image. Now, to the NRL, here's a great try from the Canberra Raiders and watch the reaction of their coach, Ricky Stewart. Here's the try. Amazing try. Now watch their coach here. He's celebrating and as he celebrates, pulls his calf. Bit distressing for the kids when they brought the screen across. Yeah. Yeah, they he can't was, go on. He was full of hands. So, yeah. yeah, his, his sack exploded as well. <laughs> <laughs> It's happened to the best of us. Um, now, if you've just joined us. <laughs> now, this is a very interesting way to get ready for the second half. The Gold Coast Titans' Kevin Proctor, he was investigated and eventually let go by the club for vaping midway through their loss to the Bulldogs on Sunday. The veteran forward didn't play in yesterday's match against the Bulldogs but was part of the Titans' extended squad and during the game posted Vision vaping on his social media account. Now, he put it on his inst own Instagram and wrote, not the half-time vape, to try and throw people off, <laughs> off from it. They're going to be like, oh, I'm sure he's talking about vapo-rub. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not the strangest reason uh, NRL players have been let go, but is, it's right is, is up there, there. Is there a worse reason someone's been sacked? Oh, well, there's the famous one with John Hopawate, people who can't remember yeah. this. He, he was in a bit of an, inst an innovator. He would tackle players and stick his finger up their bum. <laughs> and he did it five times in a game and the sideline reporter said to him, what were you doing out there? And he said, oh, it's a misunderstanding. I was giving him wedgies, which led to the greatest quote in the history of sport. The reporter went up to one of the players he'd done it to and said, he said he was giving you a wedgie. And the guy said, I think I know the difference between a wedgie and a finger up my bum. <laughs> I reckon you would. I reckon you would. It's instinctive. Even if you've had neither of, even if neither of those things have happened to you, you're going to know. There's next, there's next week's promo. Yeah. Um, to the AFL and watch these fans celebrating in the background. It was going to his wrong side, so via Zorko, Joe and Cameron were both there and Danaher takes the line. Spills his beer all over him. Oh. This being a beer at the footy, that was four grand. <laughs> Uh, speaking of spills, now you remember this, the fellow last week who relieved himself on the roof of the stand at a Wallabies game, remember this, who could forget? Apparently, according to John Hapawade, it was a misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> he was just watering just something. Just doing some gardening. <laughs> uh, current Affair tracked this guy down. If relieving yourself on top of a packed stadium roof is a bit below the belt, then check out Danny King's potty mouth. Danny King, Steve Marshall from the Current Affair, mate. It's a Danny King who's a piddler on the roof. When you got the runs done, I thought it was number one. It's the worst uh, episode of Hunted so far. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, to the World Athletics Championships. Just watch this cameraman here, not doing the greatest job. He forgot to get off the track. Oh, wow. Still Australia's highest place finisher. So. <laughs> well done. Yeah, he's off to the com games. He's qualified. Uh, now, this is one of my favourite stories of the week. Argentinian football, which always gives us a lot of... We're a huge fan of it here. Uh, this is something you don't see every day. It's someone being stretched off due to being hit by a fish. Wow. <laughs> He goes down. He's been he is allergic to seafood, in fairness, that's why. He was stretched off wrapped in newspaper. It's a lovely touch. It was undersized, so we had to throw it back. Do we know who threw the fish? Great stuff. Great stuff. <laughs> this is, like, not the weirdest thing that's been thrown by a football fan. We've had all sorts of things over the years, like octopuses, dead rats, you know, you name it. In, in the Italian football, they set a moped on fire and threw that onto the field. But my favourite is that some fans once threw a wheelbarrow. What? Yeah, I've got a picture of it here to prove it. Here they are, they smuggled it in. Wow. I can't even smuggle in a hip flask into the footy. <laughs> And they've got a wheelbarrow. Didn't know Penny McKinley was a soccer fan. <laughs> there you go. She's everywhere. Uh, the Hampshire Hawks have defeated the Lancashire Lightning to win the Vitality Blast, but watch this finish. And they win. So look at the celebrations, and they're going to flick to some fireworks. They've got the whole thing going on. It's fish being thrown. It's fish, a... everything. So look at these fireworks going off. Everyone's celebrating. Unfortunately, the umpire's about to tell them that was a no ball. What? And they've got to do the whole thing again. Look at that. Bring the fireworks back. <laughs> Luckily, on the next ball, they did actually win, but uh, no fireworks. <laughs> on that note, we've got to take a break. Would you please thank Titus O'Reilly? So the big new head of 2022 is hunted and we've managed to track down one of the show's experts. So would you please welcome forensic psychologist Dr Carla Lopez. <laughs> Carla, thank you so much for coming on. We're loving Hunted. What's it like being part of the team that are investigating these fugitives? It's been very intense <laughs> uh, but a lot of fun. I uh, got to know uh, a lot of great people, um, way smarter than me, and that's been great. <laughs> That's how I feel working with Mel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you are a forensic psychologist. For the, for the people watching that haven't caught up with the show yet, can you explain your specific role in the show? So my role is really there's a lot of information flying around, so it's really to try and get, I guess, a little bit into the fugitives' heads and understand their motivation, why they're... Um, on the run with the person they're on the run with uh, and what sort of resources they have at their disposal, so both in terms of their network and supporters um, but also how, uh, you know, their particular you sort know, of skills. We should be able to track down Nigel Nomates. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> A lot quicker. <laughs> well, so we... how, would, how would Tim fare in that um, example? <laughs> I was going to say, Nigel's got a head start on me. <laughs> <laughs> We do, have, we do have a clip of you in action here. They're very sort of invested in perfection of that image, so being deprived of funds, being deprived of comforts, they haven't thought about how hard it's going to be and the toll it's going to take. Really good point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, 
That is a stitch up. I don't know if we can, can we go back to that image just for a second? You've got a headshot and I've got one of me on a plane. <laughs> but we love the show and you are part of an elite crack yes. squad of experts. She's going to be getting their mindset. They want to be elaborate and just sort of bring the game to us. They want to play with us. They want to play hide and seek. We're going to play hide and seek. We're also going to play hide and seek and find. <laughs> when are you to it? Yeah. <laughs> you then played Hungry Hungry Hippo <laughs> and Eating, um, which is a great game. That's Dr Craig. He's, of course, the head hunter, and he runs a really tight ship. OK, everyone, we're bag two. That's fantastic. Everyone can take a break for the next 30 seconds. 30 seconds? <laughs> Do what? HR laws not apply? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, that was the standard, really. 30 seconds. It's, that was our break. <laughs> What was the environment like in there? Is it as intense as it looks in the yeah. show? It was, particularly in the beginning, uh, at the beginning of the investigation when we were all trying to work out how we could best use our own particular skill to help the team. And I think we're also competitive and wanted to get started and, uh, you know, find a fugitive immediately. Uh, it took a little bit of time to figure out that we didn't all have to do everything. We could just do our thing and work together. So you each bring a different set of skills. Yes. You're a forensic psychologist. There's former detectives, police, and we've, they've also got a person to explain puns. Jacob and Robert posing outside what appears to be Olympic rings and saying running rings around the hunters. Running rings around the hunters? So they've really used running the rings around in the Olympic oh, rings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he's the head of the year. For a reason. Yeah, for a reason, he knows. It's amazing what you guys discover about the fugitives, although sometimes I think you find out a little too much. With Sonny, Joe and Grace flying under the radar, a team of cybersecurity experts have started combing through their digital devices and accounts. Oh, why is this screen sticky? <laughs> watching Naked News? Yes. <laughs> You'd have to ask Joe that question. He was very thorough with those devices. <laughs> Don't take a look at this one. Um, <laughs> so you are a forensic psychologist. Mm -hmm. Do you get... Do you unpack people in your real life to that degree mm -hmm. or do you, are they sort of off-limits? Not on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> so you're sitting here with us. <laughs> what have you managed to unpack about, for instance, the nature of our relationship? I think it's just very friendly between you. If I, I would say also a tad competitive, to be honest. Competitive? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Who would be the most competitive? <laughs> <laughs> When I'm, when I'm watching the show, you, you can't help but watch it and go, oh, I'd do better than that, I'd do, I'd do this better. Are people coming up to you going, oh, they should have done this? Uh, a few times. Yeah. Uh, I think the most common is, don't you just look for the camera crew? Uh, <laughs> and and, uh, and fair, that. but you still have to kind of know the general vicinity of the camera crew and we did not have anything on the camera crew at all, so uh, we were definitely focusing on the fugitives. Just for our team here, we've got a little bit of stuff about you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> medical histories, uh, particularly camera two. Uh, <laughs> Look, I, I, I love you. I love you guys. You do a great job. And once, once. I love you too, Tim. <laughs> so how would you unpack what he's just said there? Maybe, maybe, maybe let's 
Let's, let's keep that pat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Carla. Um, I'm sorry for saying I love you. I will not say that again. I'm curious, are there any of the fugitives just still out there? <laughs> Well, I am sworn to secrecy. Yeah, right. They're just stuck on Phillip Island. <laughs> on that note, would you please thank Dr Carla Lopez. <laughs> We're back. You're on the cheap seats. Heading to the UK where the race to be Prime Minister is down to two. Liz Truss and Rishi Sunak. And the BBC held a debate between their two waxworks. Who will be our next Prime Minister? Liz Truss or Rishi Sunak. In just six weeks' time, one of them will be moving into number 10 Downing Street. <laughs> one of them will be moving at all. OK, great. So that's good. Speaking of moving, time for a moving segment. <laughs> What's on? What's on in the warehouse? And finally, Marianne asks a relatable question. Hi, Carla. Do you know what time it is? <laughs> I should just point out that Marianne is wearing a watch. Um, I'm a little concerned about Alex Mel, who doesn't seem to know how lipstick works. Lips never look flat and never look dry. Let me colour swatch this beautiful red shade 346 Rouge Determination. Yeah, not there. I am loving that. <laughs> not where it goes. It's rich colour. Surely she'll do better with the eye serum. Plus the serum is also applied with a cooling triple bead eyes. roller. On the eyes. I just hope she doesn't have constipation because... <laughs> Rubbing Metamucil on her hand. <laughs> And that was... <laughs> What's on in the warehouse? From one popular segment to a segment. Pencil it in! Amazing. Time to grab our diaries and pencil in the week ahead. Is that your diary? No, this is Ian Thorpe's This Is Your Life. Um... <laughs> well, it's a big week. You could head to Minnesota. Where they have no dramas racing llamas, even if they lack a little gate speed. Fuzzy Wuzzy is like, I'm not Fuzzy Wuzzy the bear, I'm one bad llama! I don't even know if that girl is racing or being chased. <laughs> That's going in the diary, what else? Well, you could go to Downsford where they have a spectacular light show. The water below reflecting the radiant tapestry. It reminds me of heaven. <laughs> I've got some follow-up questions. <laughs> Ian can't that night. He's doing an Uncle Toby's commercial. What else is on? Well, may I interest you in the New Zealand town of Tomaranui, where there's so much to do. Tell us what's so great about Tomaranui. Oh, it's a little tourism hotspot. Um, you know, there's just so many cool things that you can do here, especially in the summertime. You've got the beautiful Wanganui River. Um, you can get down to the Bridge to Nowhere, which is pretty nostalgic. <laughs> You've got the amazing uh, scenic drive down the State Highway 43 to the Forgotten Highway. <laughs> We've passed Depression Gully and... So the Bridge to Nowhere and the highway to another highway that's forgotten. Yes. Aren't you a New Zealand tourism ambassador? <laughs> you can go to the snail farm with all you can eat. <laughs> but if all else fails... Go and see uh, Top Gun if you want. OK, great. We might do that. We'll see you next week right here on the Tuesday. <laughs>